radioinfluence.com Initiate procedure. Okay, the MJ Radio Network. We are go. Now, stand by for the MJ Morning Show. It's the MJ Morning Show podcast, episode number 12. Again, thanks, folks, for all of the amazing response. The email, the text messages, the voicemails. We'll get to some of that later on in the program. We'll also give you the phone numbers, the emails, all of that to get hold of us. Froggy, Fester, great to see you guys again. Special guest in studio, it's the lovely wife, Michelle. Hello. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Fester. Hey, Froggy. The lovely wife, Michelle. The lovely wife, Michelle. <laughs> As opposed to his ugly wife, Gertrude. No, that, that was <laughs> that was sort of the crutch introduction for right. Michelle. It was always my, my lovely wife, Michelle. I had nothing else really to introduce her with, and I came up with that. It stuck, and it was kind of a crutch for many, many years. Because I wouldn't do it if you called me the ugly wife Michelle Fester. I mean, honestly. Here's my pain in the ass old lady Michelle. That's what he calls me behind my back. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Good to see you, Michelle. Hey, Froggy. Froggy, 25 years we've been married. We celebrated that last June. This June 26, we'll be married for 26 years. And wedded bliss, is that how you, do, you would describe it, Michelle? Mm, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's confident. What are the other yes, options? Of course. Well, you know, of course, of course. Two great kids with yes. Julian, who's yes. going to be 16 this summer. Chloe, who is already 18. She's going to be 19 in, in August. Can you believe? Just that's stop crazy. saying it. If you don't say it, maybe it's not true. Chloe is off to college. Chloe's going to be playing Division One soccer for a major university. She was recruited. It's Wow. It's insane. In fact, I think we might actually call Chloe up on this episode a little later on. All right, a lot of ground to cover. Uh, let's just get right into it. What do you think about my little air disaster at the 7-Eleven at like uh, 1230 in the morning, Michelle, in uh, Colorado last week when I had to put air in the rental car when the rental car company didn't have our front left tire filled up enough. I don't know why we just didn't keep driving. Whoa, yeah, I mean, you, you rented a car and there was no air in the tire? <laughs> yeah. You're yeah, supposed yeah. to check that, you know, before you drive off with it. You, you know, walk around with a guy? Well, <laughs> you'd think so. And this particular rental car agency, which is one of the top agencies, President's Weekend, last weekend, two weekends ago now, we went out just for a long weekend because the snow has just been amazing out there. They had like a three-foot dump of snow, and then more snow is on the way. So we did, a, over President's Day weekend, we did a, a four-day weekend, and we hopped back out to Vail. So we catch a flight. The flight was what, like an hour and a half uh, delayed, uh, whatever yeah, it was. Taking off. Yeah, taking off. So we, we finally get out, and uh, I get the rental car, and the lady says, uh, well, you're supposed to have the QX60, which is, uh, what, an Infiniti SUV. But when I turned it on to bring it around for you, the check engine light came on. Oh. So they upgraded me, actually. 
They Dude. upgraded me to a Cadillac Escalade. Whoa. Yeah, nice vehicle with no air in the tires. But here's here's the deal. <laughs> That's another so, upgrade, sir. Hey, the flat tire is safer than the low than the no engine whatever. Well, well I don't know that. I, I, have, I have no idea. So, Which one do you want, Fester? I'll take the flat the engine tire one. or the engine one. oil something? Well, here's the deal. It's like 1230, quarter to one, and they give me the car, and it's a huge lot at Denver International Airport. you got all these gigantic car rental agencies. This is a busy time of year. they got thousands of cars. So I'm driving around the lot looking for their tech shop. I find the gas pumps and the vacuums where they clean out the cars and everything in the car wash area. And I'm like, uh, where can I get some air in the tire? Oh, no air here. No air. I'm like, what, 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 what? There's no air compressor. You got the gas pumps. You got the vacuums, and I can't put air in the tire. So I'm driving all around. Then I find the maintenance shop closed up. So I, I got to get out of here. So all right, fine. I'll stop <laughs> at a gas station. I pull into a Seven Eleven, and they have the air machine. It's a Seven Eleven air. It's got high tech Google Pay. You can just tap uh, your phone for Google Ooh, Pay. That's pretty fancy. So I, I tap the phone. One seventy five. I was like. 10 pounds low, and that's that's no good. I mean, if you're a couple of pounds low, you can get by with it. I'm 10 pounds low. You ever have a, an air pump that actually takes air out of your tires versus what? putting... Pulled air out? <laughs> it, like, took air out. It, suddenly, I had, like, 10 pounds less. Next thing I know, I got 12 pounds of air less. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I'm like, this thing's not working. So I go into the 7-Eleven... Am I allowed to do an accent, or is that politically incorrect these days? No, you well, hold do on. It. And, and, No, this is a good question. If the guy really has an accent, am I allowed to do the accent? If I'm not really embellishing... It would be an impression at that point, so I would it, I would take comedic license. And when in doubt, let Fester do the impression. Yeah, I mean, if you don't want to do it. <laughs> well, here's the deal. I get into a fight with the guy. Hello, my friend. I, I, Welcome to the <laughs> government. No, it wasn't that accent, Fester. Hello, yes. <laughs> I don't know where the guy. I think the guy might have been Indonesian or something. Was I that he far had, off? He he had a. T- well, <laughs> well, sure. You're, well, you're you're doing. Hello, you're yes, doing. You listen to me. No, you're, you're you're doing the guy from The Simpsons. Yeah, you're doing so a poo, dude. A, a, a poo. You're doing a, a poo. poo. Which you know, I think I read that Harry Shearer. He's not doing it. Th- they're not doing the voice anymore because of political correctness. Yeah, so there you go. You better not do that voice anymore. Yes, the new Apu voice is like, hello, <laughs> welcome to the convenience store. So I go into the 7-Eleven right outside of the Denver airport, right down the road. I'm like, hey, dude, the air machine's not working. And he's like, I know it's not working. It's broken. What like, the hell is the I'm difference like, between your impression and my impression? So, wait a minute. He rolled the guy his tongue. Says, he says, no air, broken air. I'm like, why don't you put a sign on the air pump to let people know that it's broken? You, I swiped. I paid a dollar seventy-five. It actually sucked air out of my rental car tires. <laughs> Why the hell aren't you putting a, a note on there? Do not use. Out of order. Oh no, air, no air. Very sorry. No. Put a sign on there. I'm like, you just ripped me off for a dollar seventy-five. So right in front of the register. Right in front of the register, they have, like, uh, potato chips and Doritos. <laughs> and I, 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 I said to the guy, how much are these? He's like, $1.99. I said, I'm taking them. And I start to walk out the door. He runs to the phone to, like, he's calling the police. No, 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 you don't leave me. He's screaming at me. So, are you nuts? What are you, you can't just take what, the chips. What, wait a minute. They You're an insane person. Wait a minute. They took my money for no air. Why can't I take their damn chips? Because and they took air out of the tire. Yes, they shot you. from me. Dude, come on. You have what? <laughs> didn't you get stabbed?
stabbed by an ice pick at a gas station? Uh, you have I the did. worst yes, luck at a gas station. Just <laughs> but, stop. Yeah, 1989? Pretty oh much not. Yeah, or 80, 88 or 89. Some, some crazed guy on methamphetamine at an Amico station <laughs> in Virginia Beach on Laskin Road. Anyway, so I'm like, I'm, I'm just incensed because the guy's acknowledging, yeah, no, they had a broken head, not worried. I'm like, what is wrong with them? Listen, the world's not perfect. These are things you got to deal with on a day-to-day basis. You can't lose your mind over everything, Larry David. Jesus. I love that. The world's not perfect. This guy, though, listen, this clerk at the 7-Eleven, he was having a conniption when I grabbed the bag of Doritos and I was heading toward the door. He, it was like I stole ten grand out of their safe. Yeah, he was probably having a meltdown. Absolutely. You can't just take those guys, they'll shoot you for that, dude. You can't just take their chips. And then quickly, if you follow me on social media, if you follow at Todd Schnitt on Twitter, and I encourage all of our podcast listeners, follow me on Twitter at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N-I-T-T. My Instagram account is at Certified Todd Schnitt. At Certified Todd Schnitt. Give me a follow in both locations. And on Twitter, you, you might have seen this. I think I tweeted four or five things. Once we finished skiing, we had a great weekend. The snow was incredible. We had like almost a foot of fresh powder while we were out there. Coming back, this is a return on Tuesday evening. We did a half day of skiing, rushed to Denver International Airport. You never know how the drive's going to be, but it was a really quick drive. It was, you know, there was no traffic. Everything was great. And we get to the airport, flights delayed. And then, you're going to love this, guys. The gate agent, after an hour and a half delay, as a group, we're on Southwest, as a group is lining up, you know, 1 through 30 and then 30 through 60, the gate agent says, "Uh, folks, we had a passenger on the previous flight because they had just disembarked because we were running late. We had a passenger on the previous flight. That got sick. Uh, we're waiting for the cleanup crew oh. and the sh- <laughs> and wait a minute, you're gonna love this and the shop vac. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> he said the gate. Listen, I, I love the transparency. I like the openness. The Southwest gate agent says we're waiting for the cleanup crew with the shop vac. Oh, I'm no. like shop vac. Passenger got sick. Sounds really chunky to me. Doesn't oh, it? come on, man. You're riding back the, uh, in the in the vomit comet. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And they don't tell you whose seat it was. So it's oh, like no. Oh no, he asked. He asked. <laughs> he went and said which row was which it? Which row? <laughs> Froggy, there's your famous vomit sound effect. Yes. <laughs> or or we have this one here. <laughs> Fester, I'm glad you brought that up because this was a packed, sold out. Southwest Boeing 737-700 series, 143 seats on this airplane. Michelle, I think I was the only one after the gate agent. And, of course, Southwest is open seating, so you don't have assigned seats. Right, so you can avoid it if you know where the puke is. Exactly. The guy makes the announcement, passenger got sick. And if you follow me on Twitter, if you scroll down, I even took a picture of the janitorial cart with the shop vac. I I, I chronicled the whole damn thing. So I go up to the gate agent at Southwest, and I say, um, hey, which row was the vomit in and the guy just tells me he's like row five. Oh, thank Ooh, you right up front <laughs> but do you wait do you think he was telling you the truth though no, I, I'm not, not sure what do you think no, Fester no no I, I do because when I walked by it had the heavy 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 smell <laughs> of disinfectant spray absolutely alright so the guy actually told me 
avoid row number five. And we were in B group. I had B1 and the kids uh, and um, uh, Michelle had like B2. Row five uh, was taken. As we walked by row five, I took a picture of the people in the row with the row five on the on the luggage bin. Right. Yeah. And I tweeted that out. Hey, folks, you got the vomit row. Oh. <laughs> it probably got up and his pants oh. were all damp. But guys, from like is there cleaning. something oh. is there something wrong with me that no. I asked what row the vomit was in? No, no, no. there's nothing. That is a valid <laughs> question for me. The amazing thing is not that I asked the question. The amazing thing is that I'm the only passenger out of 143 passengers that went up and asked what's the vomit row on Southwest. Oh, and then what if there was like a freak in there or a fetish guy? I'll sit in the row. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with all those gross diseases like the corona. I mean, that guy could have had coronavirus in his vomit. Oh, Who the hell wants to Who sit the there? the hell knows? All right, so I've got Michelle in studio here. I want to talk about the cream cheese incident. And now you know what cream I'm talking about. Cream cheese incident. Ooh. The cream um, cheese in the, in the bag? Oh. The, gross, oh. the grocery bag? Come on, really? You guys are so kinky with your talk. Wait, did you say in the bag? <laughs> I want to talk about the cream cheese incident. The cream cheese in the bag. In the bag. <laughs> you can do like phone sex sound on this? Well, Listen, she, what's a froggy investor thinking? She has me sold. <laughs> Michelle. Where would you like for me to put the cream cheese after I take that? <laughs> on my sandwich? All right. First of all, Michelle, I'm, I'm, I'm just, that's, that's hot. <laughs> all right. So. So Mich- I'm going to tell you where I put the cream cheese. Oh. Michelle went shopping. Here's the deal. Michelle went shopping at the supermarket, and she brings, I don't know, four or five bags into the house. And, of course, you go right for the perishables, and you take all the perishable items, and you take them out of the bags, you put them in the fridge, etc. It turns out, Fester, and for all I like you guys both to weigh in on this, it turns out that one of the bags I thought was just, Dry goods because there was like two bags of you know Stacy's chips. Yeah, because mm. you only looked at what was on the top. You like Stacy's chips? Uh, delicious, frog? delicious. Yeah, no, you know, it's, delicious. it's far too healthy. Those those pitas. Ugh. <laughs> Give me fried so, potatoes any day. On the top, it was like two bags of uh, Stacy's chips, and there was something else. And these were dry goods. There was no reason to refrigerate. Turns out that there were two tubs of cream cheese. On the bottom of the bag that I didn't realize it, and I realized it five days later because the dry goods sat in the bag for five days. Son of a bitch! And you know, because these are you know, it's Tempty cream cheese. It's like you know, five bucks a a tub here. It's I'm like, delicious. It's good. Yeah, it's the best whipped cream cheese, Tempty. And <laughs> I, I, I say to Michelle, I'm like, oh man, we got like ten bucks worth of wasted cream cheese here. And Michelle says. No, you don't. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> I'm going to eat it. No, don't do that. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah, I did. No. So Michelle would not throw the cream cheese away. Instead, Michelle decided, put it in the fridge. I'll eat it. I'm like, I'm not eating it. I ate the cream cheese, and I never got sick. This is a, Hold on. This is a refrigerated dairy item that was ugh. out for five days. It was still sealed, yeah, and so our house what? is kept at a very low temperature. Well, I don't know if it's refrigerator cold necessarily, Michelle, but there's enough I think that refrigeration... No, refrigeration is, you know, it's not as necessary. Oh, it is. Yeah, refrigerators are overrated. It is. They are. They are. You leave butter out. I leave butter out. When I mean, you go to like buffets and restaurants, you leave all kinds of those types of uh, items out that don't 
you know, you normally refrigerate, but it's not necessary. I kind of agree with Michelle here. What did Jebediah and Ezekiel do like 200 yeah. years ago? No, that's gross. You're, you're going to get sick eventually <laughs> from that, honestly. That's wow. like Kim. Kim will eat like the. If something's a day old, I don't touch it. I thought it was gross. But I reminded you. Five, oh, you're not going to bring this up. I reminded you. You know, you ate something uh, several years ago that you probably should have really gotten sick over and you didn't get sick. This was a morning show. We talked about this on the morning show. I believe so. Oh, gee. Michelle reminded me of, do you remember the dog chicken? Well, no, we. I used to get the chicken from Publix, you know, the rotisserie chicken. Mm. And when the kids were little, we had rotisserie chicken one night for dinner. And I said, okay, I'm going to go give them baths. MJ, you're going to, you know, clean up the table, yada, yada, yada. So I go up, I give the kids a bath, I come downstairs. The only thing that is gone from the table is the chicken. And I kind of assume like he must have put it away, right? right. And so I clean the rest of the plates off of the table. This is a whole Publix rotisserie oh, yeah. chicken. And what was left on it? Still had like. Oh, it had a lot because we'd have yeah. to get two. Right? right, so we oh. had a lot of chicken left over so on like one a, of them. Like a, a big yeah. a breast was still on there, oh, and the yeah. legs and there. So, so yeah. what happened was the next morning when I came downstairs and I went to let the dogs out of their crates, the one of them made a beeline for the playroom because the, to the, me, the chicken was in there. The dog yes. took the chicken. Okay, uh, so what so happened I, was I, I had no idea the chicken was missing. Michelle thought that I must have eaten the chicken and or thrown put it, it away. or put it away or thrown it away or whatever yeah. the story was. So I go running in there, and there's this chicken carcass on the floor with a little bit of meat still on it. And I was like, oh, my god!" Right, so dinner was at, what, 7 o'clock? Yes. You find this at what time the next morning? 7 a.m. 12 hours later, it turns out that one of the dogs grabbed the chicken off, jumped up on a chair onto the table, grabbed the, the public rotisserie chicken off of the table, dragged it out of the kitchen into the playroom, and had it in a corner, and it munched down on oh. what, probably 70, 80% of what, what was left? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was, there were uh, some bones kind of sticking out in crazy places. So I just, I, you know what, I had the little kids, I was trying to get them to school quickly, so I hurried up, I grabbed the chicken, I threw it in a bowl, in a Ziploc. I put it in the refrigerator thinking if I have to like have their stomachs pumped or I don't know, x-rayed or whatever. <laughs> they need to know like what was eaten, what wasn't. I go to school with the kids. Then I go work out and I come home and I open up the refrigerator and lo and behold, the chicken that I had placed in the refrigerator <laughs> is now gone, gone and MJ was already home. And so I went I running. Had, I had already come back from the morning show and I'm hungry. It's I'm back after. Oh, you were yeah, hungry. Yeah. You, <laughs> you ate that whole dog saliva chicken. Well, I'll never forget. <laughs> and Froggy <laughs> and Fester know, right? You know MJ's faces. I'll never forget. I ran into his office and I said, did you eat the chicken out of the refrigerator? And his face just went like pale white because he knew, by Why? the way, I was asking Why? if something really bad Why? happened. And he looked at me, he was like, he wouldn't even answer. He just shook his head, yes. Why? And he like barely could utter the why. And I was like, it was sitting on the playroom floor all night. Because the dogs had obviously eaten some of it. Ugh. And then I just stuck it in the refrigerator to save in case I needed to like investigate their stomachs or something. And he, he couldn't even talk. See now, it's not that the dogs took a little nibble of it. The dogs, no, they, they were didn't. licking it, they were pawing it. it, they were probably no, wait a minute. rubbing that, their asses on you it. You have a Jack Russell's, right? We had yeah, two yeah, Jack yeah. Russell's. Okay, those yeah. are known to hump their food before they eat it. <laughs> <laughs> and the chickens oh, really know their food. No, they're not. It's a fact, buddy. But, but they dragged it off the table. It was chewed, it across the floor. licked on the floor. It was out for 12 hours. And Michelle puts it back in the fridge. Why the hell did you not put a note on it? Do not eat. How about throw why it away? You, why didn't the guy put a sign on the 
gas pump air thing do not use. I don't exactly. because I just was trying to hurry up. I just was in a hurry. But you survived. Uh, I, 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 you know, I, I didn't you get never sick got at all. Sick. But then you told the vet. Dr. Gray at the oh, vet yeah. on, on Henderson. We and, still laugh about that. And you guys still laugh about that all these years later. That's our favorite story to share every time we see I don't know, Maybe oh, the doctor's just patronizing you at this point. Listen, <laughs> remember we've, when seen, he ate the uh, we've seen MJ uh, shovel food into his face in between breaks. Exactly. And I could just picture him mowing down that <laughs> shit. <laughs> right? Oh. Little Fester, you do a good MJ over there. Do it again. <laughs> all right. What do we got coming up? <laughs> just chicken. This chicken has, tastes, tastes different. Almost like Asian flair. Like dog. (laughs) (laughs) Fester, I can't leave. What does that mean? What does Asian flair mean? What what the hell does that mean? I don't know, but the the, the, the chicken was delicious. Yeah. You should say. What the hell does that mean? All right. uh, Fester, hold your finger up, would you please? Yeah, here it is. What the hell? What is wrong? Fester has got a gigantic bandage. What is that? Your left hand and your... Ring finger. Your ring finger left hand. What the hell is it with you and fingers? So I know what's going on here. Uh, Fester had another accident. Can we Before we talk about why you're gigantically bandaged here, that is a ridiculous size. That's a cartoon-like bandage that you're wearing on your finger. Can we talk about your previous incidents with your hands and your fingers? I, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm amazed that you still actually have all digits because over the years, the chainsaw incident. What right. happened there? Well, the chainsaw. What was that? Okay. Uh, I told my wife I needed a chainsaw, so she went out and I told her go to Home Depot, woman, and buy an electric chainsaw, and she does. So she buys one, and I start chopping stuff up at the house, and the chainsaw hit my pointer finger and middle finger. As I was shutting it off, and it almost snapped those two off on my left hand. You remember that? He That's almost chopped off. He almost chopped off two fingers with a chainsaw. That's the first thing That's I thought terrible. of when I saw his finger. I go, dude, you almost chopped off your finger again. Now I've moved on to my ring finger. <laughs> now, so <laughs> I have a big scar on pointer, a big scar on middle finger, and now I'm going to have a screwed up tip. On my ring finger. Besides the chainsaw, wasn't there another finger story with you? A hand story? In, what was the other one? On my thumb, on thumb. the uh, <laughs> right hand. See the little right. scar there, Froggy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is in 2013, after the show ended. I right. had made a New Year's resolution to eat more fruit. Because like in 2012, I didn't eat any fruit at all. Oh, that's right. At our trial, Fester was on the stand at our trial. And you were gigantically bandaged during the big you know, radio trial. Because... You you sliced your hand That's open right. with with an apple cutter. What was it? An apple core. You know those yeah. little that makes apples into little slices. That only cuts an apple like ninety eight percent of the way through. It doesn't cut it all the way through. So I flip the apple core over and I push the apple through it, and then my thumb goes right into it. Just right God, into it. You suck at using th- everything. So uh-huh. I, I wash it out and I bandage it up and I realize it's starting to get infected. Oh. So I went to see Dr. Adams, who's a hand right. specialist, and he looked at it and he cleaned it up a little bit and he's like, listen. You're By gonna- the way, uh, Dr. Adams did all of our boob jobs, you know, the breast Christmas ever, boobapalooza. He did the butt lifts, all the plastic surgery. And now what? Now uh, Orlando and Meredith, yes. they've stolen our doctor and stolen our bit, right? No, not stolen. They took it and they borrowed it. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not like we were on the air to stop them. But. Yeah. All right, so you, you, so you go to Dr. Adams. And he's, he does a culture of the little infection I was getting in my thumb. And he calls me back a couple of days later. He's like, go to the hospital right now. You have MRSA in your thumb. Oh, God, Jeez. gross. I, I know. Mean, 
I mean, MRSA, people's like arms fall off. I was just going to joke and say, what do you have, MRSA? Ew, look at his thumb. <laughs> I feel sick. So my the entire pad of my right thumb is dead. I have a dead thumb. I can't feel anything <laughs> with, my dead, my, with my thumb. Oh, my it's God. It's like, it's like oh the worn-out cushion on a couch. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it's like. It's, there's no meat underneath Ugh. the skin. Ew, look really? at his thumbs. Oh, Ew. Like, look how much, oh look how much bigger God. right he is to lefty. I, I, I see that. Yes. Okay, oh okay put right. him away. So now I got... <laughs> I got left uh, ring I, finger. I, I hold on a minute. So chainsaw almost took two fingers off. Right. You all you got almost got MRSA and had your probably whole whole hand removed from from the apple core. <laughs> and, and now Fester, here we are. It is now February of 2020, late February 2020. Here, episode 12 of the MJ Morning Show podcast. And Fester has a new job. Hey, Fro, you take a picture of that quickly so we can post this on my Twitter feed yeah. so people can see, folks. This this episode is going to drop on what Tuesday the 25th. You might have to scroll down my my Twitter feed just a little bit, but I'm going to post this picture of Fester's new bandage on my Twitter feed, at Todd Schnitt. Give me a follow on Twitter, at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N-I-T-T. All right, go ahead. So my garage door opener took a crap like uh, like two months ago, and I haven't fixed it yet because I don't go in out of my garage that often. I open now, So now to open my garage, you have to kind of push up on it to get it to go up the tracks. And I kind of pushed up on it, and then I just kind of repositioned it to get a better grip, and as I lowered the garage... In between the garage door oh, panels, oh. the tip of my finger just slipped in there, and oh you just heard. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, my God. I shattered the tip of my ring finger into like 15 pieces. So the, bone, the nail. The oh bone God. is shattered? Shattered. The, uh, everything from so mid- the weight. The weight of this garage door, like, flattened your tip of your, what, it's your... It's ring, uh, ring, left ring finger. Ring finger. All right. It flattened the finger like like a cartoon where someone gets run over by a steamroller? Picture three quarters of the nail up, just flat. And my finger was flattened if you held oh it to the profile. Oh, my and it was in the garage door? And, and so what did you have to do then? Did it, cut it, it didn't cut it off, It though. didn't cut it off. It's still intact, but there's no bone to grow back on because Ugh. it's shattered. Is it I, just how a did limp? you get the finger out? I was I had the peace of mind to or the, the frame of mind to know to okay, push back up on the door and Jeez. get your finger out. So I got my finger out and then I call for my wife. Uh honey, can you come out here? And she comes out. What? And I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, <laughs> uh, I I think I smashed my finger. Wait a minute. So Fessy, you're not screaming in pain. You know you're like, I wasn't. Oh my god! I, I, it must have been a shock or a uh, or, or or so much pain that it was numb. Yeah, yeah, it's probably numb. You know, it was. It, uh, it was. It was oh I'm gosh. holding it. I'm having a conversation, and I, I she comes out. She's like, "What do you want?" And I'm like, "Um, I, I shattered. I I, I I crushed my finger." And she looks at me. She goes, "And." What do you want me to do about it? Oh. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. And I flip my hand over and it's covered in blood because I threw my fingerprint. And we ended up going to the ER that night and the doctor bandaged it up. They had to drill a hole through my t- finger uh, fingernail oh, to God. alleviate the pressure. They put three stitches in my finger bed. So it's a mess. And they Being said, your what about fingers. the bone? But what about oh. the, the smashed bone? They said it might heal or not, but certainly one of the two. It might? It might. Because or there's, not? There's nothing for it to... Uh, it's like, If you broke like a leg, they just piece those two pieces back together and it heals. 
Uh-huh. Is your finger technically flopping around? I know. Is it just a limp piece of meat? Yeah. For the sake of a story, I hope so. But <laughs> I, I don't That's know. That's terrible. I don't what's know. A, what's amazing is everything is still actually attached to your hand after all these attempts. I can't to believe try it. To saw fingers off. Amazingly, I have every digit. And the doctor's like, listen, this is going to be months and months and months of recovery. We may have to send you to physical therapy for, for your, your fingers. Like, what, the, what the hell kind of physical, physical therapy? therapy? I know. I'm like, what do you What do? You do? I, I can practice on my own with my fingers. Why are you crazy? You're, I don't need a physical therapist. Brings out little weights you know, for your fingers. $40 copay to play with your little <laughs> weights. Little tip of the finger. I'm not to work amazing. my fingers. Right, so anyway, I'm, suff- I'm suffering through that right, right. now. Tell you what, uh, by uh, the 15th episode, I'm waiting to hear about another limb being put in jeopardy by you, okay? Dude, yeah. Take care of your fingers, my God. Hey, have you guys seen this unibrow model? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. The, Gross, the mo- what? The model, the female model with a unibrow, and it literally looks like dark, huge caterpillars on her face. I have not seen. All right. Michelle, I'm hold into on. It. I'm sure. Sh- sh- hey, look, look it up. Hey, Frog, you look it up. I am quickly. right now. All you gotta do is look up unibrow model. Her name is Sophia Hud. Ew, dude. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's a her name. Oh, she's gross. <laughs> oh my her gosh. Na- her name Froggy, is be nice. Sophia Haji Pantelli. Dude. And- <laughs> <laughs> there was just there was just the story. I just saw this like a week ago. Page six, you know, New York Post, page six. The the, the article says models have to make their mark, and model influencer Sophia Haji Pantelli has done just that with her signature unibrow. Oh. She's the founder of the hashtag unibrow movement on social media. Recently landed the cover of Glamour Magazine UK and was a fixture at London Fashion Week this season. Michelle, what is going on? I dude? don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What? That's a little much. It's like Eugene I'm, Levy. Well, that's <laughs> You're right. It's, it's, but it's like twice as much as Eugene Levy. It's worse. I mean, it's disgusting. What, what is she is doing? That? Is that not insane? Oh, my God. Stop it. Stop I'm, it. I'm scrolling through. Okay, maybe Froggy wow, was right. I'm she sorry. She has a lot of pictures. Yeah, Holy she's a model moly. with a unibrow. I'm scrolling through. That's a lot of fur up there above the eye. Is that not bizarre? It's like a yeah. train wreck. You can't stop looking at no, it either. No, no. It's, it's crazy. Not how does so she close. get work? How do you get, I mean, how do you get, don't, don't they say, hey, you're like a pound overweight. You can't be a model. Hey, there's a reptile laying across your face. <laughs> Sorry. Is First it of all, or a reptile? It, it, I don't know. It be a reptile Whatever. because it has hair. <laughs> it's insane. It's, it's like Eugene Levy, Martin Scorsese. Oh. It's like these gigantic old guy dark eyebrows that are on top, but they're connected. It's a total unibrow. It's like, like eight inches of connected huge eyebrow that it's it's like it's almost like the prop and makeup department glued on the most ridiculous looking thing possible is that if now michelle you're a woman uh, thank you for Am acknowledging I? that Froggy. <laughs> thank you thank if you, you Froggy. don't tr- like pluck your eyebrows they don't get that crazy she's obviously a hairy woman right I don't know where that comes from like, i'm looking at the rest of her face i'm <laughs> hey, thinking about what's in her coming out of her ears hey guys oh. 
If those are her eyebrows, what's going on down south? Oh, thank you, Michelle. None of us are thinking about <laughs> really? her ears. All right, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. None of us are... See you later, MJ. Ears? Who gives a crap about Bye. her ears? We're, we're, we're going to call Chloe in a minute. Hold oh. on a minute. Just, just hang on for Chloe. All right, folks, you got to look this up. Just all you got to do is Google unibrow model. And it'll it'll be the first item that pops up on Google. It's the craziest damn thing. I mean, in the without world. him, she'd be hot. I mean, I kiss her still. But. <laughs> oh my! All right, hey Michelle, before you roll, I know you got to run. What are your thoughts on Chloe and this half birthday nonsense, guys? Have you ever heard of a half birthday? I have a friend who does a half birthday. Yeah, yeah. Because right, his so, birthday's on Christmas Day. Oh, see, is that yeah, right? he, is that, he got is, a little robbed. Uh, you know what? I, that I can understand a little bit, but, you know, Chloe comes to us, hey, Mom, Dad, I, I want to have a half birthday next week. I'm like, what? Well, the- I'll tell you where she, the, the idea originated at school when the kids were very little. If you had a summer birthday, you didn't get the the birthday celebration in the classroom, you know, during the school year. So what they did is for those students who had like June, July and August birthdays, they would celebrate half birthdays and allow oh. them to have a party in the classroom. Because, you know, if your birthday was August or September through, you know, May, yeah. you had a birthday party. And Chloe's, so, Chloe's an August birthday, right? She's an August birthday. Yeah. So occasionally, depending on when school started, she wouldn't get, if school had not started by her birthday, then she would be, you know, relegated to the half birthday. So now she's just trying to, I think, capitalize upon the. You idea. think? All right. Chloe is 18 years old. She's going to be 19, yeah. believe it or freaking not, in August. And she's going to be off to college already. Right. You know, doing preseason for you know soccer, the university she's going to be playing D1 soccer at. ITT Tech. And, and she's going to get robbed because she's going to be at school <laughs> doing like soccer and school stuff. Right. And she's not going to get to have a birthday party. Right. What are your thoughts on this half birthday nonsense? Oh, it's ridiculous. It is. It, it, it. Yeah, it is. It's she's ridiculous. 18. With Chloe being born in August and yeah. Julian was born in July. Oh, yeah. That means as a couple, your mating season is around Thanksgiving. <laughs> Halloween, Thanksgiving mating oh, season. Oh, you think so? Well, my, no. children, my children were born in September, October, so we're New Year's uh, make-arouters. So or, what, or Fester, <laughs> interesting fact, for, uh, Chloe was born the year after we had the election debacle in Florida. Right. Mm, and we spent a lot of time... You know, watching TV hanging, and the boring hanging chance. Yes. yes. So that wasn't the only thing that was hanging, huh? <laughs> what do they call it? Uh, impregnated. Uh, a pregnant Chad. <laughs> a pregnant Chad. <laughs> a pregnant dimple, a dimpled Chad or something? Yeah, uh-huh. Wow. That was it. Good for you. We saved all of the voicemails, or a lot of the voicemails, because uh, Chloe and Julian used to leave voicemails for Michelle and me, and I used to save a lot of the voicemails. So before we get Chloe on the phone, just for a second, I dug up an old voicemail of Chloe. How old do you think Chloe is on this voicemail? Was she mm. maybe maybe eight years old or something? Maybe so? eight years old, because she had enough like sass. Right. You know. Listen to this voicemail from Chloe. At 4 p.m. All right, here we go. From duration 28 seconds. You daddy-o, it's Chloe-o, and Juliano and Minio and Mommy-o. We just wanted to say hi-yo, and uh, hi-yo, and uh, hi-yo, and uh, hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-yo, bye-yo, and toilet. Was that Julian in the background? Probably, and toilet. Yeah. <laughs> what did they say? End of message. Anyway, so gives you a little idea. Uh, let's get Chloe on the phone. Let's just talk for a second about this half birthday and what the hell she wants. Jerry, fire up the phone. Get Chloe on. 
Hey, Chloe, it's Dad, Mom, Fester, Froggy. Hey, Froggy and Fester, say hi to Chloe. Hey, Chloe. Hey, Chloe. What's up, kid? <laughs> hey. <laughs> How are you? Um, I'm good. I'm trying to write an essay right now. Yeah, don't give me that crap. Listen, don't, be, don't try to act a little more excited to be on the big podcast, dear. <laughs> Woo! Let's go. <laughs> so you're a senior in high school now? Correct. All right. Yeah. Hi, before he gets his hands like, has you have you brought any boys home to meet dad? Um, in the past, yes. Oh, oh, could you imagine what that's oh, like? How awkward was that, Chloe? Oh, maybe a couple times, two, three. <laughs> hey, Chloe. By the way, we just played a voicemail of you when you were like eight years old. With hey, Daddy O, it's Chloe O. So. Uh, this is oh, eighteen and a half year old Chloe. Hey, I, I don't want to say the university uh, yet, but are you excited about playing Division One NCAA women's soccer for a major university, Chloe? I'm super hyped, very excited. Yes. Are you going to Grand Canyon University? Because I saw a commercial for them, and it looks awesome. <laughs> She's going Dad, to the University of Phoenix. So, <laughs> <laughs> so next year you're playing college soccer. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. It'll be great. All right, so Chloe, quickly here, what is this half-birthday stuff? I mean, uh, Mom and I are trying to figure this out. You really want to have a half-birthday? Yeah, I wanted a party. <laughs> she wants to party. Okay, we've gotten down to the reason behind <laughs> the half-birthday. Where the hell Where the hell are you going to have this half-birthday party? Well, I was hoping our house. So you want to have a rager with your friends is what you yeah. want to have. And, and what? And the parents are uh, mysteriously not home? Is that the story? Either you go out or you lock yourselves in your bedroom. <laughs> yeah, not happening. Lock ourselves in our bedroom? Oh, I thought you wanted to go to like Chuck E. Cheese or something and have a party and a cake and watch the Dancing Mouse. She wants to have a keg party at your place. Michelle, what are your thoughts on this? Your thoughts on the half birthday party? No, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too too high on this either, Chloe. Rude. <laughs> Rude. I just know what I was like when I was 18, and if I, if my parents had let me have a half birthday party at my house, it might have been a problem. See, I just thought All you right. wanted a present or something, but you want to have like a rager party at the house. Oh yeah. What's up with your lame old boomer dad, Chloe? Won't have a no, party. No, 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 no. No, stop, stop. I, listen, I don't want to hear this okay boomer crap. You know, that whole okay boomer. I am not okay, I am boomer? not a boomer. Oh, Chloe, what do you say? I said okay boomer. <laughs> no, I, I am not a boomer. I'm a Gen Xer. I'm Generation X. Michelle, you're Generation X as well. Fester, you're Gen X. I guess. Yeah, I think you're Gen X as well. I think that's my blood type. Hi, hi, Chloe. Chloe, we'll talk to you later. Okay, peace out. All right, sweetie. Bye bye. Hey, where'd Froggy go? I, I, I saw Froggy. Froggy just walked out of the studio. If I if I tell you, I I, I think he, I think it's IBS. Really? Still? I don't know. Does he, he still have the IBS thing? I think really? So he just MJ. As soon as Chloe got on the line, he just tapped me on the shoulder, got up, and <laughs> and darted for the door. I saw he just ran out. Yeah, I think Chloe's, Chloe's voice can, is can like you, a trigger. Well, can you can you go see where he went? No, no, I'm not going to do that <laughs> because if I'm right, then the guy's on the John. 
You know, I, I don't need to be right, there well, for that. I'll tell you what. Let's stop recording for just a second. Do we have a sponsor for this podcast yet? You could read a commercial or something while yeah. I go check on them. <laughs> Charmin toilet paper. Okay, I'll be right back. I'm going to check on them. <laughs> no, I mean, come no. on. <laughs> All right. Hold on. We'll stop for a second and we'll pick it right up as soon as Froggy comes back from, we think, an IBS break. Do we have a crotchety call or something? Or is no, that anything no, we no. can do? All right, Hang on. All right, let's check on Froggy. Okay, we're back after the IBS break. Uh, Froggy is back in the <laughs> studio. Wait, did you really have an IBS emergency episode like Listen, you used to have? I had an emergency. I'm not going to tell you what it was, but it did involve the bathroom. Uh, no. <laughs> so, I, I, I knew it. You tapped me on the shoulder and you boom, darted right out the door. I knew something t- was going on. You tapped out. You were gone. Listen, IBS is a lifelong disease, all right? So let's not make fun of it. I got a whole bunch of email that's all backlogged, the text messages, the MJ voicemail hotline. Uh, by the way, to get a hold of us, folks, numerous ways, you can email us at mj at mjmorningshow.com. mj at mjmorningshow.com. Send us comments, questions, uh, whatever you want to hear, things you remember. It's really cool. I mean, listeners are reminding me of stuff that I absolutely forgot about. We also launched the MJ Morning Show hotline, so you can text us. You want to send us a text message, or if you want to leave a voicemail, 813-467-6290. MJ hotline to text message us or to call and leave a voicemail, 813-467-6290. From a text message, and it says, love that you guys are back. Love you back in the day. The podcast is just as good. You know, I'm hearing that from a lot of folks that it's like we never, ever left the air. It's the you know the same MJ morning show with Froggy, Fester, and, and the gang. I think Fester's actually a lot funnier now than he was back in the day. You know, I care less about everything right now, so I don't give a crap who I piss off. With your smashed up fingers and everything? Man, oh, my God. I'm starting to feel it. It's time for my, uh, time for my antibiotic, by the way. I, I had to dig this up, but listen to this text message from 727-678-65. All it says is, hit the gas instead of the brake. Another old fart made a big mistake. Oh, uh, remember that? Oh man, we we use this so much because in Florida, obviously, there were so many instances of old drivers hitting the gas instead of the brake. They'd run into a barber shop, run into a hair salon, through a bank, through a, a grocery store. I mean, it seemed that when we were on the air doing the MJ Morning Show, it was, what, once or twice a week that this was happening? Easily. And every time we were thinking, it was just amazing. One old person after another plows through a place. And remember, I had the idea, I'm going to have Eric Chase, our production and, and jingle genius, I'm going to have Eric Chase do a jingle. And remember, I think I even thought of it on the air. Uh, hit the gas instead of the brake. Another old fart makes a big mistake. So we had him do the jingle, which we use this over and over again. You know, it's come to my attention that it has been ripped off and other shows are using my work, my jingle, and what, not giving me credit, not giving me attribution. Anyway, here it is. Here's the classic. This is a, I love this thing. Here we go. Hit the gas instead of the brake. Another old fart makes a big mistake. So there it is, the the classic jingle for you, 727-67. Hey, if you got a text message, just put your name in there. So, Because all I have is the 
the phone number, put your name in the text message as well so I know who it's coming from so I can thank you here on the podcast. But, you know, that's the one we use the most. I was going to say, wasn't there more? There was a couple of them. There are three other versions, which I dug those up as well out of the archives. That was the best one. But we also did uh, other ones. Here, here's another one. She can't see over her Buick's dash, so Grandma racks up another crash. All right, so that was she can't see over her Buick's dash, so Grandma racks up another crash. Good stuff. Uh, I don't know if that got a lot of playtime, so that was... <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, here's the drive through one. Let's see what this one is. The handicap spot just wouldn't do so. Grandpa made his own drive through All right. The handicap spot just wouldn't do so. Grandpa made his own drive through <laughs> None of them really have the hooking power as the first one. The first, no, the first the one, one was, that's why we <laughs> use that over and over again. That's why we used uh, another old fart made a big mistake. But then, guys, do you remember this? Yeah, that was the the instrumental version, and sometimes we would do like live sings and make them up on the fly on the air live. Remember that? Oh, well, we sure do. Come up with something in seven seconds now. <laughs> all, right, all right, give me, give me, play it. I got, I got. Oh God! Right, there we go. You, you got one. Yes. Okay. Here, here we go. The instrumental. Here it is. The old lady was high on crack, so she gave the building a smack. Oh. Huh? Huh? <laughs> what do you think? Huh? Not bad. Very funny. Not bad. Uh, Fester, I don't think many elderly drivers are high on crack. <laughs> oh no, no, no! The crack users are getting older now. In the current demographic of crack, who's using crack these days? Eighty-year-olds. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'm working on another one with Phyllis and syphilis because you know, amongst the elderly, venereal diseases is like boom. Yeah, especially in the villages, right? right? I know. <laughs> the villages is a, is a a dripping gonorrhea pit, right? <laughs> I can't wait to hear that one faster. Okay, well, here we go. <clears throat> let me try it. This is, is, is going to be rough, but here we go. <sighs> All right, here we go. Hang on, let me play it. <laughs> the old lady's name was Phyllis, and she has a big case of syphilis. <laughs> I can't rhyme Phyllis and Phyllis. Phyllis. <laughs> I told you it was a work in progress. You also needed to get it a little earlier. I told you, sons of bitches, it was a work in progress. Bunch I love of, it. Bunch of judgers. Oh, my God. All right, let me play the original one more time, because this is still the best one. Here we go. Hit the gas instead of the brake. Another old fart makes a big mistake. Bam! There it is. The I'm working classics. on weed and peed. I'm thinking. All right, Festa, that's enough. Here's another text message. What about when Froggy smashed Meredith's painting on her head? LOL. Froggy, that was hysterical. And actually, that exists on YouTube, and I've got the audio queued up. Do you remember the story? Remember the backstory on this on why you took that picture of an orchid and smashed it over? Meredith's head. I remember the painting. It was a flower, right? And I remember, but I don't remember why. It was an orchid. I think the deal was is that Meredith's ex-boyfriend from Jacksonville had painted it for her, and her new boyfriend was uncomfortable, right? Okay, that makes sense why I smashed it. (laughs) 
Wasn't that the something to that effect? The whole story is on YouTube. If you just uh, search Meredith Gets Smashed, MJ Morning Show on YouTube. But wasn't she going to try to auction it off to get it out of her house or something? And she was going to try to auction it off on the show. And then we were videotaping it. And we had actually, we had decided behind the scenes we were going to do this. And you decided to hold up the photo on the video and let Meredith yeah. pitch it. And then you took the painting and smashed it over her head. Is there a way that we could post that on your website, mjmorningshow.com? I mean, I want to yeah, see Yeah, you know, a, I probably could. But YouTube link? folks yeah. can just you know, search yeah. it until I have that all you set up. You can find it. You can find it. Here's the audio. Okay. Bro, you hold up the painting for Here <laughs> it is. Listen to Hold this. up the painting. So, it's, the painting's on the floor. Hold up the painting so people can it's see this pretty. thing. It's pretty. I like it. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Meredith runs out of the studio. Froggy runs out of the studio. And they're hitting oh, each other, Froggy. I, I, I'm Jesus. laughing hysterically. Oh, 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 my. That was from January 26th of 2011. Uh, again, love these emails, love these texts, love the voicemails. Wow. I'll give out all the addresses and phone numbers again in just a second. All right, here is uh, an email from uh, Zach. This went to MJ at MJMorningShow.com. I have no idea how I missed the relaunch of this podcast, but I just happened to search for old material the other day and stumbled upon this. In a world filled with nostalgia, this might be my favorite. The memories of my teenage years are swarming back to me. I'm only two episodes deep. Please play Froggy Prank Call, where he calls the stoner named Nightmare and switched to an undercover cop. <laughs> That's right. Nightmare. I, 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 I've got to dig that up. So it's in the archives. I just I just got to find all this stuff. We, we have it all. But, you know, the point here, what's, what's important with this uh, email from Zach is that, listen, we, we're getting thousands, tens and tens of thousands of downloads here. But still, there are many more people that do not know that we are back than people that know that we are back. So, you know, we're doing some billboard advertising. We do some Gorilla Street stuff. We bought some radio airtime. We're going to do a, a lot of this. But still... We need word of mouth. So everyone listening, please tell everyone you know. Email, uh, on social media, folks at work, friends. Uh, just tell everyone the MJ Morning Show is back. And all the ways to listen, download, and subscribe are at MJMorningShow.com. That's MJMorningShow.com. Here's another text. This is from 314. 314, of course, is St. Louis where our show ran for 14 years on Z1077. Yeah. MJ, love the podcast. Been listening to you since the BJ days. Mm. You know, MJ and BJ, then MJ Morning Show. You should consider putting up some billboards in St. Louis as you had this market for many, many years. Oh, she did put her name, Barbara P. Barbara, thanks for the text message. Nice. I appreciate it. Here's another one. Uh, hi, MJ, listening from Cleveland, Ohio. Love the show. Oh, Froggy, how many episodes was it ago we talked about the Homeowners Association? I or thought that was, was the that? last one. I think it was like last was episode. It, was the last so. one? Think uh, so. Here's a message from Josh. Josh Bernard writes to MJ at MJMorningShow.com. I have a story about an HOA 
So I live with my mother while working at Famous Tate in 2009, so our air conditioner system was broken down. I bought two window unit AC units for my house, and we had them installed in my room and my mom's room. A few days later, we got a letter from the HOA telling us to remove those things, but the story (laughs) had a happy ending as we got a new AC system thanks to a church friend, and I got a I got fully reimbursed for the two window units, which gave me extra cash for my trip. I don't know what that means. So I agree with Froggy. I can't believe I'm agreeing with him. HOAs are idiots. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Who doesn't think that? Also, MJ, I got to tell you, not only old listeners are fans, but I was stuck talking to an extremely boring radio executive, and he is a huge fan of the podcast, like talking about how great it is. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Yeah, I mean, the feedback we're getting, folks, is enormous. All right, one more text message here. MJ, glad you guys are back. I've listened to you, to you now for 20 years between MJ and Schnitt. By the way, my Schnitt show does run live Monday through Friday in the Tampa. Well, I'm on you know stations across the country, but in the Tampa Bay market, uh, I'm on from 3.06 after the top of the hour news, 3.06 until 6 p.m. on 12.50 a.m., 12.50 a.m., WHNZ. And then 970 WFLA reruns the show from 9 to midnight. That's Monday through Friday. And, of course, if you're listening in other markets, you can just go on the iHeartRadio app and just search WHNZ at 3 o'clock Eastern Time, 3.06 Eastern Time, and you can listen to the show live on the app. And I also have the Schnitt Show channel, but that repeats the last show until the next one. Bottom line, folks, we got a lot going on. The MJ Morning Show podcast is an absolute smash hit here. We are, folks, talking about maybe doing the show live, maybe two, three days a week, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. We do a live episode. Can you imagine going to like an MJ Morning Show app? And just listening to us live, and then whatever you missed, you get to just listen in podcast form later on in the day. So there's a chance that we start doing this show live. Who knows? We could end up doing this like five days a week. You know, I just read an interview with Bob Pittman. Bob Pittman is the CEO of iHeartRadio, and Bob Pittman was talking about how digital is the absolute future. And uh, listen, I agree. Uh, what we're doing is, I believe, remarkable content, and you know these delivery systems are so flexible. So I think we found a, a phenomenal niche here. Oh, before we roll, Michelle, you wanted to point out that the airplane seat puncher from a couple of weeks ago... It's bald froggy. It is <laughs> oh bald. God. I looked at that picture like a few times, and I was like, God, he kind of looks familiar, but not exactly like somebody I know. And then all of a sudden, we were talking about doing the podcast, and you mentioned Froggy's name, and I was like, oh my God, the the seat, the the airline seat puncher is bald froggy. I didn't even shave see your his head. hair. I didn't see his shave hair. Your, shave your head and um, get little glasses like his. Oh yeah, okay. Froggy, he's got glasses that are similar to yours. He has a similar beard to you, except he's bald. Yeah. And M- Michelle saw the seat puncher. Because that video went viral, the guy yeah. like punching the lady's airplane seat. And Michelle's like, that's bald Froggy. And just, we have the s- same negative energy. Just go to, the, go to the costume store and get one of those like bald head things. I'm on it, Michelle. I'm on it. <laughs> Want to hear from all of you. Please contact us. MJ at MJMorningShow.com. You can drop me email. MJ at MJMorningShow.com. 
call the MJ hotline or text message the MJ hotline 813-467-6290. 813-467-6290. Follow me on Twitter at Todd Schnitt at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N-I-T-T. And my Instagram feed is at certified. Todd Schnitt. So give me a follow in both locations. And of course, most importantly, tell everyone that you know that the MJ Morning Show is back with weekly podcasts. New episodes for right now, every Tuesday morning. All the details on all the major platforms, how to listen, download, and subscribe, mjmorningshow.com. So tell everyone you know, we're back. MJ Froggy Fester, Michelle's here. We're having interns on, other cast members on uh, these episodes. Tell everyone you know, mjmorningshow.com, that the MJ Morning Show is back with these podcasts. And we'll see you next time for episode number 13. The MJ Morning Show. Radio Influence strives to bring you excellence in podcasting. We work with personalities like TV chef Brian Duffy, radio personalities like Ian Beckles, news and political pundits like independent journalists Frank and Tracy Beans, experts from the sports world like veteran football scout and coach Chris Landry, pro wrestling personality David Penzer, MMA experts Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan, and strength and conditioning coach Jeff Crochelle. If you're looking for food, sports, music, entertainment, politics, no matter the topic, Radio Influence has something for everyone. Everyone. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.